Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace, family. Another episode of 19 Keys Podcast. We're about to go live on Instagram and take some calls from the callers. Um, I told them earlier that I was going to give them the opportunity to speak and give them a voice, ask questions, and uh, just let their stories be heard. So we're about to tap in right now. Waiting for the connection to connect. from the why it's so slow right now. Not usually it's slow. Sometimes it just have a mind of its own. It's the only thing about technology I don't like. It works sometimes perfectly, and then other times it just want to do what it want to do. All right, here we are. We are live. Peace, family. Peace, family, man. Let's get back to it. Um, I told you I was going to go live again and allow some people the opportunity to tap in. And um, I want to create a subject line here before we go in and before we start the conversation with everybody. Um, Because I was thinking a little earlier, man, and, you know, um, you forget a lot of different things when heightened emotions and things of the nature are flying around at all times. But I was thinking the importance of a team. Right. The importance of a team has been central in the storylines of any successful person. And I always say that if you want to get something done, do it yourself. If you want to do more, get you a team. Um, You know, there's never been a black man that's done anything or a black woman or a person in history, period, that has done anything of any great success and achievement that done it by themselves. And so even when we look at the great story of our good brother, Nipsey Hussle, his team is something that he worked with his brother. You understand me? His family. 
um, and other individuals that he's able to work with. It wasn't in in in. I always talk about the the selfishness of history and how history usually only remembers one person, right? So if you think Malcolm X, it wasn't Malcolm X by himself. It was a team of individuals that he worked with. It wasn't um, Marcus Garvey by himself, but you don't know who the hell Marcus Garvey was working with. It wasn't Nipsey Hussle by himself, but we don't. when we talk about history, because we operate from this place of ego and this place of archetypes, we always present one person. But if you want to accomplish and you think about how can I accomplish as much as the next person, you have to think about how can you build a team the same way that the next person has been able to build a team. How can you develop team management skills and people skills, right? So that's a very important thing because I know right now there's a lot of people that's looking and saying, what can I do? How can I do the same thing, right? Um, no, I'm definitely not by myself. Hell no. <laughs> I'm tapped in. Um, and, and, and so if you want to do something the same as somebody else have done, of any great accomplishment and they and, and, and you looking and you feeling a little helpless because you judging their they assessing their character and what they was able to do and then you looking at yourself like damn how come I ain't did the same thing? Well you also have to remember that they had a team, they cultivated a team, they learned how to work with others, they learned how to manage a team and then from that they was able to do more than they can do by themselves. You understand me? And so that's the most important thing that I think is a central narrative um, along the storyline of anybody that we respect and anybody that we consider to be high achievers and we consider to be great men and women throughout history. And so when you start to think in that manner, you first have to, for one, you have to have people skills, people management skills, and you have to learn how y'all can come together for a shared vision, how you shift that ego into the we go, which is something that I talk about those steps, how you create inclusion, solidarity to breed that unity. You understand me? And the and the um, also I'm gonna I'm let a couple people in the chat, and then also how or the value of the mastermind collective that gives you access to ideas, consciousness, and things of that nature you normally don't get on your own. Um, I was observing some of Nipsey Hussle's interviews, and surprisingly, not surprisingly, let me not use that's not the right word, but um, I don't think that I never really just sat down and watched his interviews, um, mostly because I'm the type of individual that you can tell when a person thinks like you. So you kind of take for granted and be like, you know what? I already know he, you know, he think like me on that subject. But when I listened to the interview, I didn't realize how much we thought very similar on a lot because I listened and I observed the, uh, a person's pattern of thinking. And I'm going to share a story with y'all that I thought was very interesting or two things that I observed. Um, is he, when he answered questions, um, he always included the team. He never was a type of individual that took credit for the work that he was doing by himself. He, when people ask him about the ownership of the lot, he always said, yeah, yeah, me and my peoples, my peoples, my brother. Or when they, they, they talked about the album and the great ideas, even they talk about the idea of the album for $100, he said, yeah, it was, it was my, my idea that I brought to the team and we collectively, you feel me, worked on that and we was able to build on that. But he never was a type of person that just took the credit by himself because he understood how important it was to, to, to be a part of a team, to be a part of that tribe and have that mastermind collective. 
And so I know a lot of us, you know, like I say, we we thinking about how can we have that same contribution and you have to work with the we go. You have to work being team minded. You have to work with that tribe collective sense in order to do something beyond, you know, your capability of doing it by yourself. If you want to go to great heights and if you want to build you a legacy. So that was important. Um, second, um, he told a story, right? He said that. They asked him, when when was the shift? When was the paradigm shift in your life? Um, and, and, and when did you make this transition, you know, kind of like where you are now, where you wanted to get into music, you feel me, and things of that nature. They basically asked him, you know, when did you become conscious? And that's how he answered. And he said it was after he took a trip to Africa. And when he came back, he said he was 19 years old. He said, I was 19 years old when I got back. And he said that basically is the thing that got me into uh, uh, being more aware and being and being conscious. Those are his words. And, you know, I always find, you know, the 19 year old significant, you know, because Farrakhan shared a story about when he was 19 years old. And I always talk about when I was 19 years old, the shift of consciousness that I, that I had when we talk about um, the application of knowledge and the value of knowledge that I learned because I went through a case when I was 19 years old with my father and my older brother as my co-defendants. And that's when I really learned, you feel me, the value of knowledge in order for a person to achieve whatever level of success or in order for a person to really tap into their potential. You have to value knowledge. That's going to get you the discipline in order to achieve set goals. And so as I was listening, man, and, and then just hearing his breakdowns on many different things, you know, it was very powerful. But at the same time, I've been observing a, a, a shift because people don't understand that when something happens like this, that's a global event um, and that's an emotional event. What it does is it creates paradigm shifts. It creates a new model of thinking. And I see a lot of people already shifting their mindsets as far as a lot of people are scrambling in thought and a lot of people are feeling guilty because they have resources, yet they didn't do as much as that young man. And what they realize is it make you question your own mortality and question your own legacy because you start to look at your legacy and saying that I know my legacy will not be as big as him, right? Because I know I didn't do as much as him and I thought that I was doing something. And so a lot of individuals with resources that have got to levels of high achievement now have to question their legacy because they know that their legacy be dwarfed in the, in the comparison of a true star. So I see that individuals are now looking and saying, what can I do? And I, I think that there's going to be an enormous amount of good, fortunately and unfortunately, that comes out of this. You know, hindsight 2020 um, and a lot of individuals that are really going to work to, um, to to add on to that same legacy, to add on to that same legacy. You understand me? So. And that's a beautiful thing that happens right now. But the unfortunate reality of it is, is that we should remember those things. But we have to have those paradigm shifts that's happened. And, you know, our lives sometimes serves as another link in the chain to push our people forward in order for us to understand. So we can continue to wake up the lessons that we learn are some of the harshest lessons on the planet Earth. We have to sometimes go through the most traumatic events because we've been desensitized to so much trauma that it has to be something that's really, really shake us up so that we finally understand it. But the importance of you having a team because your team is the greatest resource that you can possibly have. 
That's the important thing that I learned and that people need to understand going forward with your legacy building process and with your ideas of what you can do and don't feel helpless because you have to remember that every great man and every great woman that you look up to had a team, individuals that they was able to work with. So look inward first um, as far as um, how you can work with others and how you can throw and how you can constantly evaluate your ego and put it aside and shift it into the direction of what you consider the most important thing is your ability to work together with other individuals for constant achievement. So that's right now. Like I just hit my family up and I said, we got to start an LLC. I'm going to have a business meeting with them. Um, I've already, you know, do business, you know, consultations for brothers and stuff of that nature of mine. But um, now it's time and it's always been time, but you have to take opportunities like this because there's a positive in everything that, that happens. And that's how your mind has to seek the positive. And, and the positive is that when people are looking at the mortality and, and you have such a situation like this, when you speak to people, they may be able to hear you a little more. They may be able to take it with a greater grain of salt now. You understand me? When you speak to your family and say, look, uh, uh, we have to build a legacy for our family. I don't want to be scraping change about trying to figure out how we going to pay for your funeral because we don't have insurance. I'd rather start us a company right now, start us an LLC, and we all go invest in that. Figure out a product that we can all sell, that we can all profit from. Figure out some ideas and some investment opportunities that we can work together collectively as a team. And because people mind as if in, in this phase to where you know, is is every time there's a paradigm shift, it's kind of like what cement, right? And people's thinking hasn't solidified whether they want to be more fearful or they want to be more fearless, or they want to be more negative or want to be more positive, or they want to be more progressive or they want to get into this state of paralysis. And so, as I think about this, um, I I, I say that there's an opportunity for individuals to look at the reality of what's going on and where people's minds at because people's subconscious minds are open. You understand me? Your subconscious mind is open during times of trauma and deep emotional things. And when people's emotions are open, that's when you are supposed to plant those seeds, those conscious thoughts. So when that subconscious mind, like that wet cement dries up, it has that thought in there and it drives that conscious activity. So these are some of the the, the, the unfortunate best times for individuals to take those ideas, to speak to family members, to speak to friends when, when it was hard and they wasn't listening to you, do it now. We always know times in pain, times of unfortunate circumstances, be those times where individuals finally want to rap in, finally want to hear you, finally want to listen, finally want to apologize, finally want to reconnect, finally want to move forward on this idea because it makes them think about not only their mortality, but your death. Like, damn, I wonder how would, uh, please don't laugh. I don't want to cut nobody out. Uh, how would I treat this person if they were gone? And like I said, I know I get a lot of love if I was gone. If I die tomorrow, today, I know I get so much love. But I'm going to live forever. So people ain't going to get the opportunity. I'm living forever. You feel me? So um, I want individuals to treat me as if I, if I, you know, died yesterday. But I'm alive, though. But treat me like that because hindsight be everything. People know how to love you in hindsight because they, they think about all of the things that they lost and all of the opportunities that they're not going to get back. 
right? So this is the time to build your team. This is a time to get into the subconscious of the people because that sea house of emotion, which is that subconscious mind, is open right now. It's open. This is that time. And my mind been racking because the, the last few days has been, I'm going to be honest with you, it's been very tough. Not only have I been dealing with this Nipsey situation, but I've been dealing with something very close to family, very close in my family, in my immediate family that I've been having to deal with. And Allah hasn't sent me the answer yet as far as how to deal with this situation and how to get the best outcome. And, you know, every time I talk about it, I hold back tears because I'm not sure how this situation will be resolved and, and, and what's going to be the outcome of it, you know, and then. And, and, you know, when you're dealing with personal situations, it's very emotionally rallying. And I listen to that. And I think about that's what the entire country or the all of those individuals who are on that same country spectrum that feel the same way right now. Everybody's sea house of emotion is open. So these are the opportunities where people will listen more, where you can instill those thoughts. Yeah, I'm a little stuffy. I'm clearing out a lot of different things. Um, I'm going to bring in some people, man. Let y'all speak. Let y'all have a voice. Um, let you get your questions off. Let you get your words in. So I'm going to go ahead and take to the callers right now. Let's bring in Chef Don and uh, see what he wants to say. Peace to, the, on, peace to the God, man. What's happening with the crown individual, man? Man, not much, man. Just checking, checking in with you, brother. How you doing today, man? Oh, man, I'm blessed to be every day to achieve, Arkey. That's good, man. Our praises did to a lot, man. Man, what's on your mind, though, good brother? You got anything you want to share with the people while you tap there? Well, yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna say, you know, to all my people in this live, you know, I hope that everyone takes this as a lesson to not wait till somebody is gone to appreciate them and to understand what they're doing while they're alive and not take all this for granted. Don't use, don't just, you know, play around with these conspiracy theories and all this little extra stuff. You know, it's, it's really quite annoying, but I don't want to go to the negative side. Let me stay positive about it. Let me, let me, let me say something about that real quick, because I want to clarify my position with the whole thought process. I never discredit anybody's investigative thought or critical thinking. My only thing is that as you are analyzing whatever evidence and going through your thought process, you do not have to share your process with the world. You do not have to, every time you come up with a new thought or opinion or an ideal about something, you don't have to share it with the world. You don't. And That's that was true. more so my, my idea of that because most people who are proponents against it are not saying that the reality of it is we know what we face when we deal with things in America. But the reality of it is, 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 is have some sensitivity and compassion and empathy for family members and close ones who are just within that same week of losing someone within their family and a lot of people going through a lot of stuff and dealing with trauma and dealing with grief and dealing with mourning. So it was more so about nobody saying that whatever thought process you have, you know what I mean? Because everything has an air of mystery about it that no one can conclude facts unless you're there. And that's the reality that we live in. 
but have compassion when you're presenting your thought process and you're thinking through evidences that you that you want to conclude because you can be right or you can be 100 percent wrong and that's the dangerous thing and we don't know if a person is doing it for clout for comments for likes whatever for whatever their tedious agenda may be so it, 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 it uh, allow yourself at least the the accredited right scholarship of work the the scientific method the investigative method that you if you want to go through a process of ana uh, analyzing something allow more evidences and things of that nature for a clear picture to arise ask your questions as much as you want to but you do not have to broadcast every thought that you have that showcases a level of great leadership and control of an executive function of management within a man or within a woman so nobody is discounting anybody's thought process. I don't have time to do all of that. But the thought process is moved with compassion as a human being because we be on these platforms and these platforms don't promote compassion and they don't promote empathy. They don't promote critical thinking, which are skills that are consistently dulling and individuals are not thinking about the human aspect of that. So go ahead, good brother. Yeah, I just, and that was, I totally agree because, you know, uh, that people want to, you know, you said one second. No, go ahead. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree because, you know, I was just sitting, you know, it, it kind of hit home with me, you know. I lost my brother not too long ago in uh, 2015 um, to gun violence. And, you know, he was gunned down and got shot about 10 times himself. So, and he was, he was cussed too, so. It, it really hit home with me, you know, I'm like, dang, you know, and with my lifestyle being a young entrepreneur, entrepreneur myself, you know, I, I run a food business off my page, so, and I've been, you know, I've been listening to Nip, like, these past, you know, I've been listening to it for a pretty long time, but these past couple of months, you know, I've been going to a downtime myself, and I just got back up on my feet, you know, so, his music really gave me a good, a good, solid you know, thought process and not even just his music. I just seeing what he's done in the community, you know, and it just, you know, it just really, it threw me off. But I feel like at this point, you know, it's, it's us, it's up to us to continue to do the right things and to, you know, make sure we set leading lead by example, you know, you know, continuing to put into the black community, you know, and continue to grow, you know, grow together, teach each other, you know, you know, and, and it's not a secret that, you know, Dr. Sebi and all these uh, nutrition facts, it, I, I, you know, I've, I've been, I'm in the culinary game myself, so I went to culinary school, and I, I know a lot of these things myself, and I try to, you know, teach my people as much as I can, you know, around my area, because I'm out here in Stone Mountain, Georgia, so it's a lot of, it's, I mean, I don't mean to be condescending, but it's a lot of ignorance out here, you know, and it's not really easy to have conversations with people because everybody's thought process is on money, drugs, and women, you know, so I just, I just want to say, you know, I want people to take this moment as, you know, take this time period as a, a real learning, you know, a real learning curve, you know, a teaching, a, a teaching, I want people to pay attention to what's actually going on and not just keep on trying to get clout off of this stuff, like, actually think about the, the families, you know, I'm I'm sitting. I don't know Lauren London, I, I, but I know that she's in a tremendous amount of pain right now, and it's 
I might not know her, but I know a lot of Lauren Londons. I know a lot of women that lost their husband. I know a lot of women that lost their sons, lost their fathers, lost their uncles, their cousins. You understand me? They brothers. Right. Lauren London, unfortunately, is now amongst a long list of black women who grieve because of the world that we live in and and, and because of, you know, um, the violence that takes place and because of, you know, murder you know, uh, against black men, especially in, in L.A. is something that happens. Yeah, you know I mean, gang violence, if, if we just want to look at it from the aspect or the spectrum, gang violence happens so much out there, you know, and, and that's the narrative that's pushed right now. So she's now amongst a category of, of women who are grieving, you know, and grief is a is a lifelong process when you lose a loved one. So that's, that's the unfortunate reality that that we dealing with is that we we have so many different things that happened. And I'm from Oakland, California. I was I was born in St. Louis. I didn't lost a lot of individuals. You feel me? I didn't I didn't uh, uh you know know a lot of different people who 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 passed on. And whether it's from you know getting murdered, whether getting shot from the police, whether it's getting shot from you know uh gang, whether it's you know uh drugs. Whatever it may be, I know a lot of in, uh, or, or just locked up in prison and their life is away and ain't getting it back right now. Or individuals that die while they still alive, meaning that their mind has been taken away to where mental illness and things of that nature from so many traumatic events that their mind wasn't able to escape. They weren't able to continue to hold the concept of self within. And so I know a lot of individuals like that, unfortunately, and we become so desensitized to it um, when we yes. shouldn't accept the reality of that in the first place. And that desensitization yeah. actually furthers it because we normalize it as this is something that's going to happen, right? And, and that's why it continues right. to prevail. Right, and that's 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 a that's a thing. That's that's I believe that in in the black community, that's a strong topic that a lot of I think the black man is so mentally like distraught and put into such a, a dark spot right now, right? Let, let me we ask you a good brother. Um, learn how to. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Um. I was just saying, like, you know, I think in the black community right now, the the black man, like, we're so mentally destroyed and distraught, like, we're so messed up right now, like, just by systematic oppression, and all this stuff. But we have to learn how to, you know, be able to talk about it and get through it because it creates a lot of unnecessary problems within the community. Just, you know, seeing like jealousy and envy and all this stuff is just, it creates, it creates a bad, a bad field. It's like, I'm out here in Atlanta, Georgia. It's so, it's so much hate and so much. It's well, just you, ridiculous. You know what, man, let's, let's not focus so much on the, 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 the hate and all of that good stuff. It, that exists everywhere, you know, in the world. Um, and, and, and in my reality, you know, beef, belief constitutes reality. What you feed your mind, you will design your reality based off whatever you eat. So for me, man, yeah, there's a, there's, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of innovation. There's a lot of creativity, a lot of imagination sparking, a lot of business that's going on booming. There's there's a lot of the other great things. And one thing I know about shifting energy is that 
when you focus on those positive things and you give praise to those positive things, you work with that law of praise and that law of appraisal is whatever you give praise to will grow. And so, you know, we have to also learn how to water the seeds of the positive things that's happening within a reality. You understand me? You're an individual that's, you know, uh, I'm sure that is that is is working within the parameters of their dream and, and fulfilling their purpose with your skill and your craft. And you're not only able to sustain yourself, you're able to help and support other black businesses. You understand right. me? So, like, it's, it's a lot of positive things that we can measure within our reality. So even when something of this magnitude happens, we have to remember to look at the positive. Always, 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 always. You can feel I me? Can I add something, brother, real fast? Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to, um, yeah, uh, and I want, you were speaking about, you know, having a team as well. Yes, sir. And yeah, I, I, I really, I really very much agree with that, that point. And it, I think that is also a basis of, you know, helping, helping us get into a flow of, you know, being, t being a team, you know, like just because I don't think, you know, I don't want to, let me, let me reword this. I think having a, a good good vibes around you and good, you know, good team and good people who help you out because I've, I've just been able to thank the Lord. I've just been able to actually employ two people and I, I'm barely even, I don't, I don't barely even have 500 followers. I don't even have 500 followers. You know? It ain't a yeah. shit. Business was never built. Hey, business been booming way before Instagram. <laughs> right. You understand so me? Like, people act uh, like entrepreneurship started with Instagram and social media. Nah. Our social right. media was started because of entrepreneurism. You know what I mean? Not after it. It's just, it, it allowed, it became a conduit and a tool for a lot more people to use it. But nah, people like followers and stuff like that doesn't mean you right. a, a, a great business person. Right. Or uh, nothing. It don't mean uh, anything. Right. Yeah, and I, it's crazy because I've been, I've been watching you and, you know, uh, Pop and, Billionaire, I'm actually uh being as a, a group chat right now, and it's a lot of positive. This is a lot of positive vibes in there right yes, now. So I, I love it, man. I love it. I've been watching the Dare Grace. I'm actually from Tampa, you know, so I, that's where I found him. That's how I got connected with you know, following all of y'all actually through Dare Grace. Okay, so it's like yeah, that's my know, brother, like, brother, man. Right? I, yeah, I know, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, I see all y'all, man. It's like you know y'all's influence. I just want you to know, man. Y'all influenced me in such a way I, I can't even even put it into words, man. Y'all have shot my mind to a different stratosphere. Man, and I appreciate that. I appreciate your observation, good brother, man. Thank you. Most, most definitely, brother, and thank you for the uh, the, the merchandise, man. Man, thank you like for the support. Thank you for the support, good brother. What you talking about? Got to, got to support my black brothers. My, yes, my sir. Back, it's my all reciprocation, man. Always. You know what I'm talking about? All reciprocation. Yeah, I was, I was wondering. I was like, man, I got to get me a new crown, man. I got to get me a new crown. My, mine's starting to fade a little bit. <laughs> I wear it too much, but hey, man, that's all, man, you don't wear it enough, man. Keep that on, man. Keep your crown glowing. <laughs> What's up, ML Billion, man? Tapping in. But yeah, yeah man, I just I just wanted to to point out that significance. Uh, I just wanted to point out that significance today, man. That importance of a team and that importance of remembering the dream and and, and continuing along and being a part of that that legacy of making that shift. Um, and, and always having like like my mind just my mind literally just freed up to where I can sustain a smile a little bit today. You understand me? Uh -huh. um, yeah. 
So please don't ask me no that's, questions. That's awesome, questions. brother. So so and, and and that's just because I just start being able to, um, I just able to been being able to start you know looking at the positive, and my mind has been able to clear up. You know, I, I work with different laws, uh, and functions of the mind and the constitution of massive consciousness. And it's like, for me, it's just more so about utilizing those things that I teach others. And that's how I know they work because they work for me. You understand me? And so it becomes a very real thing. And I study a lot and I learn a lot and I implement a lot and I execute in my real life. Like I really be in the office just working and I got I like I'm a very creative individual, but I can't create and be creative when I'm, I'm working with the black cloud. When yes. I'm working with these things, and that's why I had to make that message because that message was more so about stop sending me that energy that ain't gonna allow me to grow and ain't gonna allow me to build. I got, I got way too much legacy that I need to build and way too much, yes, too many productive things that I need to do for the community. And if my mind is stuck in that lower energy, I can't do for others. Like I got a whole project that I'm working with with well, my all of my siblings. And my, my mother and my father, I'm bringing them in on one particular project that I'm working on that's going to be amazing. But I can't think about that getting that, that done. We got that, I got that, I downloaded Bashir, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, you support the family. That's what I'm talking about, good brother. I appreciate that, man. That's love. Hey, tell them, tell them keep going, bro. I, I yeah. mess with it, bro. Hey. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that for surely. So yeah, yeah, man, that's 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 what it's all about, man, and, and and being intentional, man, because energy is a real thing. And I just think about how you you honor a person sometimes, but not sometimes, but you honor a person by moving how they move. You understand me? And, and you got to think about all of the people that Nissy lost in his life that he held very dear, that he got tattoos uh, off of, that he named businesses, you know what I mean, off of, and things of that nature. But he was still able to be positive and be a warrior and be a spirit that continued to be productive for his community and being active in his community. So I just think like, damn, how would Brett take this? You feel me? How would he take this? And, and it's about having that right caliber of leadership, not only for others, but for yourself, because you can't lead others until you can lead self, because it's going to spill out and you're going to lead people in the wrong direction. And so, you know, each person has their their brand of mourning. Each person has their brand of grief. So I'm not I'm not harsh on the people. I just like to provide a critical analysis of the paradigm that we're going through so we don't ever have a paradigm paralysis and get stuck with one way of thinking and have this cyclosclerosis and get stuck in this rigid thinking. So that's where we at right now, man. Uh, I'm building. I got a mini projects that will be taking off. This is springtime. So this is just the right time for things to, to fertilize and for new to happen. This is the day. It's 4-4, the same day that um, Martin Luther King uh, assassinated, I believe. Also, Maya Angelou's birthday. You feel me? Uh, That's awesome. Hold on. Let me, get, hold on, hold on. let me get that out there. All right, cool. So, you know, there's 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 life and death, you know. Um, yes, sir. There, there's request and then there's permission. You ask and you shall receive everything has his juxtaposition in life. Everything has his balance. So we maintain that balance with our positive functions because we live in a negative world, so a positive mind would be the balance. Yes, sir. Man, I and, appreciate uh, you for tapping in, though. Most definitely, brother. And uh, I'm also in, uh, actually in the processing class right now for the NOI. All praises due to a lot, brother. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate so you. I, no, no doubt, brother. So I... Uh, 
yeah, I, uh, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate everything you do, brother. I just want you to know that uh, your, your your energy is reaching very far, and, and to continue to do everything you do because I'm watching and people. You are, you know, you are a true role model, my brother, and I want you to. I want you to go far as possible because the further you go, it lets me know the further I can go. Mm. You know, it gives me it gives me that strength every day watching y'all, watching you do what you do and, and putting out your product and selling. Even throughout these past couple of days, and you haven't, I, I haven't really seen. Come on now. I done lost the connection with the good brother. So let me go ahead and end that live so I can save it and share it. Because I know that they be deleting stuff. I at least wanted to keep going for the next 24 hours. This is going to be on the podcast. <clears throat> I think I need to get more space on my phone or something. Let me get more space. Let me delete a few things and then come back on here. All right, cool. Seems all right. There we go. Right there. Delete this. Come back on the live. Uh, the people need this right now, man. I love it. 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 Wow. Wow. All right, we back, people. Importance of a team. All right, so um, first of all, thank you, Chef Juan Dime, man, for tapping in. Um, it looks like we got briefly cut off before you was able to finish um, that reciprocation of energy that you had at the end of that live, man. But I thank you, and I appreciate you for sharing space and sharing time with me, good brother. Uh, let's see who we got in here. And uh, we're going to keep the rest of them short. Keep them short but sweet. What's good, brother? Blessings and activities. I can't see you yet. Hold on. Yeah, my camera a little messed up, fam. Ever since I went on the last lives, it's been tripping, bro. But I really got some really important questions. Um, if you could just hear me out in bed with me, I don't want to keep up too much of your time. Oh, it sounds like it's about to be long. When a person say bear with me, that's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of them old school tactics. When they say bear with me, oh, it's like adjust God. yourself, strap your seatbelt in and get prepared. It got <laughs> Alright. Now, I see the theme in the live, you know, is the importance of the team, right? And, um, I feel like when you build a really good team, you have to really match. Oh, man. What happened to the good brother? I think his signal was too weak because I couldn't even see him. That brother said, prepare yourself. He said, hold up. Prepare yourself. I know what that's I know what that's cold for. I know what that means. I add it back in, brother. I'll bring you back in. 
I ain't do it on purpose. Let's bring it back in. Yeah, he said bear with me. I'm that's when you know the only thing he didn't add was the beloved. You know how people say bear with me, beloved. Uh yeah, I can hear you. Look, man, we thugging it out, man. I'm in Florida right now. It is what it is, right? So where I'm at, you know, I'm in sticks and bushes. So just bear with the questions, right? So what I was saying is, how do you successfully protect your energy to build yourself a multi-million dollar team? Because I'm, I work in a building with millionaires. I work at this place called Marina Palms in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm around millionaires every day. I work in the service industry, so you know I'm at the front desk, and I absorb a lot of uh, energies, right? I absorb a lot of people's demeanor when they walk by and they go on, you know, to work and things. Oh, brother, I don't know what's going on with your connection, but you keep losing it. They said I'm getting swole. I just ordered a pull-up bar, man. So I'm gonna be doing pull-up bars in the crib. All right, so we go. We gonna bring you in one more time, man. Third time's the charm. I need everybody to uh pray for my good brother connection because it ain't been working. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, hold on. Let me try some right here. All right, now I got the good. All right, we we good. All right. I can't, I can't hear you. I don't think it's going to work, brother. I don't think it's going to work. Whatever, whatever kind of connection you got going on over there, it ain't going to work. Um, yeah, look, look, stop telling me it sound like I got a cold. Tell me it sound like I'm amazing. Sound like I'm healthy. You understand me? Stop feeding into whatever negative vibration you think a person got going on. I be trying to teach you all this stuff, man. If, if, if you think I got a cold, tell me it sounds like I'm healthy so that it, you know, give me that placebo effect of belief. Y'all don't be listening, man. Yeah. Boss, I appreciate you keep putting me in, man. I really do, man. Um, so, yeah, protecting your energy, right? I see all these different people coming in, in and out. And um, one thing that I learned is that they always protect their energy and they're always cultivating the people that they're around. They don't just let anybody around their circle. And then I started really doing my homework. I started really seeing how these people carry themselves with people who look like me. And it's almost like they keep your, it's almost like you're the germ. They don't want to get that, that download of like, how do I say? Of almost like. Oh man, we did. This is the first time I had to get like a caller's bits and bits and pieces of it, which is going to mess it up. We gonna have to. Um, we gonna have to. We gonna have to postpone it, brother, and get you back when you got a better connection. Because uh, it's unfair to all the callers, all the listeners online right now. It's unfair. Something going on with your connection, but um, I I I think I was getting the, the gist of it. Um, and as I was listening to your question, you know, sometimes we, 
uh, and I just want to say a roundabout of that thought process because your question was how do you protect your energy to build a million dollar team or something of that nature and for one I, I would more so say how do you build a million dollar energy right uh, because you got to have something to protect first like whatever you protecting has to be valuable first so I think about it like this, like nobody buys a vault before they get jewels. Nobody buys a vault before they have something of value to put into it. So if, if, if you don't have a very valuable energy, you don't have very valuable mindset, what do you have to protect? So you have to build something first worth protecting, right? And then then as you're building it, you will realize, you know, those steps that you need to do in order to maintain that high level of achievement, that high level of value. So I think that that's the way that I would approach looking at, you know, my energy in a situation as if if I'm a super and the most positive person on the planet Earth, you feel me? And I'm around energies that that, that kind of, you know, be steering me and, and making me feel negative, whatever it may be. Then, of course, I'm going to want to protect that million dollar energy because I know that's what's going to be the most valuable thing and allow me to obtain my success. So it's either more so thinking about the maintenance of your energy, right, and uh, getting into a high level of energy. And then the maintenance of your energy is the protection of your energy. And so um, the maintenance of it is looking at the things that allow you to have a high level of energy. Reverse engineering the reason you're so positive. Reverse engineering the reason you have a great mind and continuously doing those things that maintain that state, so that, you know, you don't allow anything that come in there that's a liability towards your energy. So always look at it like energy assets or energy liabilities. Anything that's an energy liability is something that takes away from your energy more energy than it actually gives. Right. So for me, it's about more so cultivating the correct, um, cultivating the correct energy. Right. Maintaining it, getting that valuable high level and then, you know, keeping it in maintenance. But. Before a person think about, you know, we be always making these money goals and money goals. I, I hear a lot of people with their money goals. And the, the problem is that a person don't really know what a million dollar energy is, you know, because if you've never experienced a million dollars, it's not something that's going to excite you. That's going to get you along that journey in order for you to actually, you know, go get that money. Right. A lot of times, a lot of people that end up getting what they want is because they thinking about the feeling that's attached to the accomplishment. And that excites them every single day. The money is just a target that they use for the direction of the energy that they're going to um, eventually get to. But a lot of people have these money goals. But if you never experience what it feels like to have a million dollars, how can that drive you to get a million dollars? If that really makes sense. So a lot of these money goals be more so reference thoughts. We heard that a million dollars was a level of success. So we say, oh, well, let me go obtain a million dollars. It's a paradigm of thinking. But you have to think of it like this. If you had $10,000 before, you know what, how, what you're going to do with that money. You know what you're going to spend on it, right? And then once you get that 10, you say, now that I now that I found out it's possible for me to be able to consistently get this, let me make my $20,000 plan. Now I know I can get $20,000. Let me double that up. Let me make my $40,000. Now I got that. Let me make my $100,000, right? And the cultivation of that feeling and the excitement of that journey pushes you along consistently so that you can constantly maintain that journey. And that's how pe persons or people stay excited along that journey because that's cultivating the mood of excitement, uh, which is something I'm going to be teaching in my master class.
But I'm not about to go deep in it right now because I would rather hear the brother's full question before we go dig into it. Um. All right, let's see who we got. We got Artavius. Cool, bring in another good brother here in a second. Dude, it looks light in this room, or is it just me? Oh, I Yo, gotta go switch yeah. up this light. Oh, man. What's going What's on, good brother? <laughs> What's good? What's good? Um, I hear you talking about building a team, and I'm definitely here for it, man. I'm yes, definitely sir. here for it. Um, for those that want to know, I am 19 years of age, and, um, you know, I'm a leader. And it, 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 fear, it puts fear into other men that aren't near that level of wanting to lead. So it's hard for me because I always feel like I'm, you know, not that I'm too good to have a team, but I don't see a lot of men on my same leadership, you know, on my same frequency. So I guess, um, is there any advice? Cause I am trying to build a team towards, you know, inspiring cause motivation is trash. Don't get me wrong. Motivating is beautiful, but to inspire is to plant a seed. Well, it's a couple of things that I heard um, in your initial statements, yeah. and, and it's a blessing to hear you, good brother. You always have very enthusiastic energy when you come in. But it's a couple of things that I heard um, that you spoke about yourself that was a little contradicting, um, yeah. because you said that you're a great leader, and a great leader produces other leaders, right? A yes. great leader knows how to take the charge that they have and put it in other men that inspired them, that allowed them to actually have leadership. So what I'm saying is if you look at all great leaders in life, if you look at all master teachers in life, they're able to produce students. So if you're a man, you become an example for other men to aspire to be. You understand me? And then it allows them to cultivate that and allows you to be able to work together and have that synergy with other individuals. But I look at myself, if if I call myself a leader, if I, if I call myself anything, then by my environment... And the establishment and the function of relationships that I have with other individuals is supposed to be expressive of that which I say that I am. So at yes. some point, there's a, and, and, and of course, you you know, you're a young, good brother. So you and never look at things from the aspect that individuals fear or anything of that nature. Look at individuals don't have that understanding because understanding breeds acceptance. People may be weary of you, right? People may not understand it. And that's where communication comes in. And a great leader has to have great effective communication skills. That goes along with people management. So yeah. when it comes to that thinking of when you can better communicate with other individuals, because I'm sure you, you get along great with a lot of women, right? Yeah. Right, right. Because you have a, a, a much more open energy to other women or other individuals that you think so-calledly that have that same frequency or that high caliber of leadership quality that you observe and that you value. But any individual that you look at that you don't think have that same quality, you're going to have an intent that you're going to be portraying to them. You already have it in your mind, whether subconscious or conscious, like, now nah, they look at me a certain way or they fear me a certain way or they insecure around my energy a certain yeah. way. But if you projecting and you communicating that non-verbally, then it's also going to make a person become weary of you. Like, damn, what's that energy, bro, giving me? You understand me? And so yeah. for me, it may be an individual until they met me, they thought a certain way because my energy communicated with them differently. 
Right? Yeah. They may have preconceived notions, and then when they meet me, like, nah, King's yeah. cool as hell, man. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> so that that's indicative upon great relate uh, leadership. You understand me? Is being able to lead people energy to come to the correct culmination of thought towards you, but it's about what you project outward, right? Because we always communicating with our energy all at the different times. So we're gonna lead with the charge of saying that we great leaders. We 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 have to showcase that by example of what we fulfill in in our surroundings, and especially from the people whom that need the leadership the most. Right, because there's a lot of people who need the leadership the most, and those be the time, those be the people that you that may it may not be so fun to talk to them. It talk may not them, be yeah. so cool to talk to them or be around them. Their energy may be a little draining, right? Yeah. But part of that is to be able to to bring them up within that moment uh, and raise their energy to where you can effectively communicate with them. Y'all compile that understanding. Now y'all have acceptance. Now there's less friction there. Now y'all able to build. Yes. So that's been a, a huge thing that I know about individuals is just that communication component. It's nonverbal and it's verbal. Yes. Like the thing is, like I always knew that this everything I do is bigger than me. So it's like I it I've been trying to manifest people with good intentions that are also aware that, you know, it's so it's cool if we take a loss. Just be able to know what a loss feels like so that way we can continue to build. You know? Like, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that I just, I'm trying to manifest the reflections. Well, what, 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 what if this? What, what if, because, you know, a lot of people know the laws of attraction. And all, I keep telling people this is that's where they go wrong, right? The law yeah. of attraction says what? It says that it's a law, right? We know that laws are usually a part of a constitution, which means that they're not the entire thing. So there's other laws that, that coincide and go along with these laws. The Constitution is the master consciousness. That those times where it feels like you can say nothing wrong, you understand me? You you in your level of high achievement, you in your level of flow, you having your most creative thoughts, you feeling your most genius self. In that flow is where everything comes together and it works succinctly. Where you get to tap into whatever the universal flow yeah. that you have, whatever that is, that's the master consciousness. The law of attraction is not enough for you to cultivate that and stay there. So what you do is you learn the other laws, the law of influence, the law of uh, confidence, the law of communication. All of these laws work within it to build up the constitution of the master consciousness. And so sometimes we have to let go of the preconceived notions that we have and we have to let things be. So I'm not trying to manifest nothing in my environment as far as the people around. I just become what I want to be. And by product of what I become, everything else becomes the same. So for, for me, I'm not trying to manifest some great human beings to come in my life. I just become a great human being and then we good. I become the person that I need and watch the other people come around me because of the same thing. So that's working with the laws of confidence. But I appreciate you for tapping in, good brother. Thank you for allowing me the space to learn. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir, man. You have a blessed one. You too. Shalom. Y'all yeah, better tap into this master class, man. I'm going to go in. I'm only being a little uh, vague because we're going to be going deep, deep, deep. Um, so I, I, I uh, just for some people that um, filled out the intake form for the masterclass, everybody wasn't approved. 
Uh, we sent out some approval letters today. My assistant sent out some approval letters, but we also sent out some uh, unapproved letters as well. Um, and I think there's a brief explanation for why you didn't get approved after you got your intake form. I can't have everybody in the class. All right, so let's see if anybody uh, else wants to tap in one time. It's, it always seems when a brother gets to tapping in and going heavy, everybody's scared to come into the space after that, boy. When I don't want to go live with nobody, everybody wants to go live. You see, you see, that's how it works. People like to do the, the exact opposite of what you want them to do. You got to request it, I am cheap. You got to request it. Come on now. Where the ladies at? I want to talk to some, some feminine energy, man. Where y'all at? All right. Let's see what we got going on. What's up, good brother? What's going on, black man? I'm all right. Tapping in. Yeah, hey, I want to know if I can get that headband, man. I've been hitting you up. <laughs> that's, the que that's the right question. You asked the Look, you asked the up, right man. question today. Money, man. You got the right you got the right one today. No nah, man, um you can go right there on the website, link in the bio, www.crowns19.com, man, and uh there's no limit. You feel me? You can order as many as you want to. You can get some for family, for friends, you understand me, for uncles, for cousins, co-workers. You feel me? People that you just met. You understand me? You can go volunteer, crown people on the street. Ah. Yeah, I'm proud of what you're doing, bro. Real right. Bro, I appreciate that. It ain't too many like that. I'm in Philly. Ain't too many like that. My little brother, like, my little brother put me on with you because we all on that movement, man. I'm going to be out of Philly soon. Yeah. Listen, keep keep updating your stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to check that out. Check the I'm about to go on your link right now. Yes, sir, brother. I appreciate that, All man. Right. Thank you for tapping in. All right. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Somebody said they like the sweater. You know I got the sweater on there, too, man. The Honorable Kente. Hold up. With the with the 19 on the back. Y'all see that? I'm always wearing exclusive gear. It's so much on the website, man. I don't be properly promoting, man. I don't be trying to oversell, y'all. But, uh... Is a consultation involved with the master class? The master class is the consultation, man. It's gonna be it's a six week class, I believe. Yeah, I believe it's a six week class, and uh, it's live. So you will have the opportunity to ask questions during the class. Uh, so it's gonna serve everything that you need. It's for anybody that has a goal, that has a dream, that has an idea, that has a business, that has a brand, whatever it is. You understand me? This master consciousness master class is gonna be amazing. <clears throat> All right, so let's see. We got some people that just tapped in. Where the ladies at? These are all the fellas, man. I ain't trying to be biased, but you gotta you gotta balance it out. You know, you gotta have that balance all the time. We gotta have that balance. You understand me? The laws of the universe says we gotta have that balance. You understand me? So, ladies, where's the questions at? Where you at? Don't be shy now. I know it's late. You know what I mean? You done took the makeup off. You ain't no longer got the cake on your face. So you ain't feeling like the same person. But over here, it's judgment-free zone. 
You understand me? I ain't tripping. However you want to come, it's good. I know you wrapped up with the scarf. You understand me? Looking like Taraji P. Henson or Baby Boy. It's all good. I ain't tripping. I know how it is. You bundled up right now. You warm in the covers. Talking about some girl. I'm not about to go live with Keys right now. I wish I would. Listen, we not tripping. It's judgment free. I just want to share some business knowledge. I just want to share some team knowledge. I just want to hear some, some energy that y'all got going on. Let's tap in right now. That's all I'm saying. I know what's going on over there. <laughs> All right, we got we got a we got a soldier. We got a soldier. Somebody said we're gonna find educated black women. Yeah, they want to someone somebody represent. You are on point. You see this? You see this right here? I can't you even see? hold on, hold on, I can't see yet. Oh, okay. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see why it's not showing. We got one black woman and then we got no can't see her. Look how I don't the, understand why it's not showing. Look how the universe do me, man. That's cold peace. Ain't that crazy right there? Hold on. Let's it's try this. Me, let's try this again. Me? Let me try this again. Hold on. What was her name? Lady something. She was about to prove my point and everything. I just manifested her. She had a whole bonnet on her head with a scarf or something. Watch. I y'all think I don't know how y'all get snuggly to watch the keys tap in. I know how it goes. I know about my peoples, man. I know about my peoples. Where you at, sister? So I can tap you back in. Ain't nobody tripping on you taking out them braids. It's all you know, we love you regardless. We love you. It's all good. It's all love. You understand me? The kids yelling in the background. Bed look all crazy. I'm not tripping. Somebody running to they somebody running to their makeup right now, throwing a little something on. You feel me? Trying to freshen up a little bit, look a little decent. Cause they had a question that they wanted to ask all week. And they said, man, let me go ahead and get on here real quick. Slow down. Okay, just slow down. Take your time. We got time. I'm gonna give you a couple more minutes to breathe. And then you can come on here. It's okay. Look, she dropping stuff, fumbling in the sink right now. Eyebrows drawn on the wrong way. It's going up. It's supposed to go down. It's all kind of craziness. You got to relax. Breathe. You understand me? You can't impress me. I can't even be impressed. So you just you just come on as you are. You understand me? So anyway, man, we, we you know, we, we, we talking about, you know, just sharing space with the people, man. Uh, was talking about the importance of uh, of a team, talking about um, and some other things that I really wanted to go over with y'all that I, I decided to just put into my master class, which is some of the most valuable skills that you're going to need for the future. All right, so if she, I can't see the good sister, she still just I just let your voice work. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You can't see me? No, I can't see you, good sister. Oh uh, man, I should have I should have had my iPhone charged. I'm on a raggedy little phone, so that's probably why on a um Stylo Four or some shit like that. Oh, excuse my language. I curse. Well, that's so all that, good. Was it, you let me know. Was it one of them Boost Mobiles? Um, yeah. yeah brother be knowing. Brother be knowing. See, that's crazy. <laughs> it's funny because you was like, it was funny. You was like, um, you know, just. 
nobody want to tap in, you know, when I want them to tap in, I said, let me not be that person. Let me tap in. And then you're like, I know y'all got y'all bonnets on. I know y'all snuggled on me. I come. I'm like, damn. All right. He was talking to me. What's up? I can already, I can hear it. It's all good. Good sister. Where you from and what's your name? Oh, see, she done, she done fell out, man. The signal done messed up, man. The signal done messed up. Oh, y'all can't hear. I can hear. That's crazy. Wow. So y'all couldn't hear the sister the whole time. No, nah, she was saying um that she was on a Boost mobile phone, so it wouldn't work. And I had guessed what kind of phone it was. I might just start picking people in a second. Whoever at the top would look like. Let me see. All right, I'm about to pick two different people, man. Cause I'm about to get off here at, uh, a little bit after 11. I still got some stuff to do for today. It's been a very productive day. I will say that. Okay, I'm definitely got the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> so you make me get up. For my so my original <laughs> hypothesis was correct. Yeah, you gonna make me get up? How you doing, good sister? Hey. Good. How are you? Oh man, I'm blessed to be every day to achieve, man. What's your thoughts this evening? You know, I just hopped on here, so I need to see what what are we talking about, so I can go ahead and gather my thoughts. Um, originally the conversation started off uh, about the importance of a team. You know, when it comes to high achievement, when it comes to building your legacy, I know a lot of individuals are scrambling in their thought process, thinking about what can I do, what can I do. And people want to, you know, do something at the level that Nipsey Hussle do it. And I know comparison is a thief of joy. And a lot of times when we want to become great men or great women and we want to do something for our community. And I always try to implore people to think that behind every great man and every great woman and, and historical figure or whatever, there's a team behind them. And it's very important that you have your team. Like Nipsey had his brothers you feel me? He had he had he has community folks. He had individuals that he was working with, whether it was music or whether it was on the business side. You feel me? Or whether it was in the community projects, whether he was working with David Gross, Vector Ninety, you know, whatever it may be. And so, a lot of times, we feel overwhelmed by the ideas that we have when it's more so about how can we collaborate with other individuals and how can we build a team. So, do you have a team? Of course, I do. Honestly, I wouldn't be at the level that I am right now without one, you know, so that oftentimes we live in, in such a digital realm to where it's making us feel like all we have is ourselves and it's becoming kind of sort of like inhumane, you know, when you're trying to shut down certain emotions or certain feelings like, you know, like, oh, I can't trust this person or it's every person from themselves or really like that's not how you can. That's not how you can grow, for one, and that's not how you can impact the multitude. And so, I mean, me, myself, I believe that, you know, if we could all put our money together, we can, you know, go out there and buy properties. We can go out there and really start rebuilding and creating our own communities. But it has to take more than just one person. You know, oftentimes when you're, um, you know, sometimes you're the breadwinner of the family. You know, you got all your whole family, everybody just depend on you to make it. But it's like, no, like if you're extending something to yourself, you know, whether it's for family, whether it's in business, regardless, like you're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to get tired because you don't have anyone else helping you carry that load. So for me, myself, like I think a team and like I know a team is very important because there's no way in the world that I can take on everything that I have and 
like want to just keep it to myself. You know, like opportunities are meant to be shared, resources are meant to be shared. Right, so right. I'm listening. Want to, if you want to do some major things, then it's like go out there, go get the bag, and then split the bag with the team so that everybody can eat. So, for example, like, shoot, I get deals all the time. You know, people need, you know, PR or whatever case or media. It's like, okay, well, if I know you need brand management, then that means you're going to need some content. You're going to need videos. You're going to need photography. You're going to do, you know, need all this stuff. I'm not about to sit there and expand myself to all these different, you know, ways. Right. So I'm like, okay, let me do a joint venture and let me hire this person. Let me do this. And it's like, okay, shoot, I got a bag. Let me take care of you. You get the bag and then bam. It's like it all recycles. And that way, next time somebody got something that maybe I can do, then it's like, now you're going to think of me because I got you the bag the last time, you know? See, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's why I wanted the feminine energies to come in. Because women, <laughs> women, women are the team, fellas. Look, man, you get the women on the team and you win. You understand me? That's that's how you win. You win the whole world. You do it like that. It's much Honestly, it's, it's much easier to build with a bunch of women than it is to build with a bunch of men. I'm be honest with you. That's how I look at it. Like I feel like my whole life is a game of chess, and I'm the queen. I'm the general in this army, and all my soldiers gonna go out there and they gonna make sure that hey, we got this, we got this going on. But it's like we live in a society where like people want to see the woman like in the front. Like nowadays, like being an intelligent, like, black person, like, it's it's hard. Like, Nipsey just showed that you can't just do that. No, no you more. can just do that. You can just do that. I'm not, I, I don't think he showed that you can't do that. I, I think that he no, showed that you I can do that. around, like, I feel like the people that were in, like, Nipsey was the general. He was strong. But his soldiers were weak. Because there's no I, I ain't gonna say his soldiers was weak. I think he had a really strong team. I'm not gonna say that. Yes, not all of them, but if we just look at the fact that that video, everybody ran, nobody. Well, I mean, you know, I've been I've been shot at before at close range. I didn't shot at different individuals before. You know, it's a different reality when you're in the streets and something go down. I can't really, you know. You gotta. At the time, I don't know all of the circumstances of what happened, but when you stand in close range and a person is shooting at you, you automatically go into survival mode, and that doesn't make a person weak. That means that a person is protecting their life. So if you never been in the streets and you never been in a situation where you know that hot lead about to hit you, you feel me, and you know what that feels like, and you know how real it is for your life to be gone, I can't say that the individuals around him was weak because. If you look at it, it was three individuals that got shot. There was two attempted murders and one murder charge. You feel me? So they end up getting shot too as well. So I'm not going to put that energy on them. You feel me? If anything, I'm sure that he was out there surrounded by lions. You feel me? But even lions, if you pull up on lions with some, some you can get to shooting. Look, I done been in situations. I just know how it is. So I, I can't put that energy out there on them like that. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I got to reserve that.
I think that it's important. And of course, it all goes back to just empowering one another and positioning one another. Like if, if you the man, you're supposed to be the head of the household or the provider, then it's like, okay, the, you the head, the women out of the neck. That's just kind of like my philosophy. We help direct which way we should move. I think, you know, when, when you look at it in terms of, as a teamwork, especially when it comes to the effort of men and women, I feel like women are the subconscious and men are the conscious. You understand me? And, and it's very important. And it's it's more so about having that team to where y'all can stand side by side and each person play their role, you know what I mean, correctly. Because I always talk about it ain't about, you know, the woman ruling or the man ruling. It's about us having a natural balance, which is more so that God right. is what I call it instead of matriarch or patriarch. And that's where you find the proper balance for individuals to be able to move and be able to rule. You feel me? And that's the like the most important thing. And that's why I think it's very important for especially men and leaders to be able to work with women. And in this time, especially, you find a lot of women who have a lot of skills, who have a lot of success, who are finding themselves in leadership positions. Um, and it's either by force or just by trade of consequence from this new construct that we living in. And there's also an imbalance where there's a lot of women that's given opportunities that a lot of those masculine men that can't operate within those same positions that, that, that will be seen more so as a threat. But for a lot of women, they can go around other male lions you understand me? But they're not going to let a person like me in properly unless, uh, but they might let an individual like you if you play the game a different way. But if we working towards the same thing, we make strategically like, all right, but I need you, you go in there and you do that. You feel me? But we're going to come back and whoop them and take those resources from that. And we're going to win because we really got this, you know, this bigger plan at the end of the day. You take whatever skills that you learn from them, you come back and then we work together and we whip up whatever we're doing. Two entities come together to create a third. So I think that the beautiful thing is that when when if you look at the amount of black women that have skills, you a lot of black women that have success as business, as resources, if it continues to be at this point where, you know, men start to develop themselves worthy enough to where they have ideas that they can work with women that do have these skills that can help them build and then you help her build, then you're going to find that balance being brought back together. But you can't look at, like if you look at relationships like Nipsey and Lauren and you look at relationships like Obama and Shell or whatever it may be, you can't analyze these things if you're not going to implement those same things within your life. You understand me? And, and, and a lot of the times are the same people that we look at and we look at their legacies and be like, wow, what they got is beautiful. We're not willing to do the same thing that they do in order to I have that beauty. talking about that. Everybody want to be Oprah. Everybody want to be the no. next Jay-Z and Beyonce. But don't nobody want to put the hard work in. Like, don't nobody want to be up till one in the morning and wake back up at five. Don't nobody want to pull, you know, 24 to 48 hours straight in a row. Like, don't nobody want to. I ain't trying to be losing. early. And I ain't trying to wake back up at five. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when you, I mean, honestly, I'm just grind mode, and I'm, I mean, you a sleep. boss, I'm a boss, and I got people that, that move when I move, so it's like, it's, So, hold it's on, hold on, hold on, explain to the, please explain to the people, what do you do? Okay, so I'm a publicist, um, I'm a publicist of my own business called Barry Dynamic PR Agency, and then I was also just promoted to president of communications for Planet McNair, which is a global media firm. <laughs> So we work with a lot of our celebrity, you know, conscious celebrities, reality stars. Oh, so can, I, can I ask you a question? Sorry to cut you off like that. Um, who is considered a conscious celebrity? So right now, Queen Yanaja, she's a conscious celebrity. So she's actually family. So it's like. 
What what did she do? Yeah. I, I've heard of her, but what is she what is she what does she has right going on right now? You you've heard of her. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm not all up in that world like Minister that. Farrakhan? Huh? She's Minister Farrakhan's granddaughter. Oh, Queen Yanazda? No, that's not how you say her name. Oh, okay. Queen that's how Yanazda. I know it in my head. That's why. Well, you, you, uh, we need to correct that right now. Okay, now, well, it makes sense then. <laughs> I, you know. Queen, you're not your Yeah, yeah, she, I'm not, she I was just texting her. To, yeah, I was just texting her the other day. Uh, yeah, I know her very well. That's my sis. Uh, but, you know, I know there's another girl named Queen Nigel or Nigel or something like that, so I didn't know. But what's another one? I want to know. I'm trying to understand this world um, a little more. Okay, so as far as like conscious celebrity, so um, I work with Christopher Darkins. He's a former NFL Green Bay Packers uh, Super Bowl champion. And so pretty much, and I really love his story, honestly, because I'm just all for my black kings. And he basically went to jail, you know, for marijuana charges with the intent to distribute. And instead of him depending on like a lawyer to get him out of jail, he literally went to federal prison and fought his way out from the inside. And I look at his story as being so unique because the reason why we get lawyers is because we don't necessarily understand our rights. And so essentially we're putting our hands in somebody else's uh, life or whatever. Our, our life is somebody else's. Somebody but why did he go to jail to fight it from the inside? I don't get that. Um, basically they found a case and tried to pin him on marijuana. So if you're familiar with Rollo's case, he's one of Gucci Mane's yeah, artists. Yeah, I'm familiar uh, Basically, yeah, he went, bought back, the, bought back the block, you know, federal government tried to pin this whole marijuana charge on him and he'd been locked up for a couple of years. So it's essentially the same thing that happened to Chris, but instead of him going through and trying to take a plea and a deal and all of that, he basically fought it from the inside. Like, he understood the law. He had studied, you know, criminal justice, you know, not, you know, degree or nothing, but he studied the Constitution. He studied the Bill of Rights. He studied all these different wars and everything. And he used that to his advantage now, and basically fought from the inside out, you know. Now, was it because he... I'm, I'm only asking, is, was it because his, you know, resources at the time forced him to fight it from the inside? I don't get no, the, I don't like get he the, didn't want to. Like he wanted to put his skills to the test. Like he literally. I don't get that. What do you? Is it like just a, like a life thing that he just wanted to just no, for fun? No, like he actually got arrested for. No, I get like that part, but I don't get the idea of fighting from the inside. I don't. I don't get the idea. So of that, that he can know that he can do it on his own, and then equip other people to do it for themselves. So the public defenders. Like the right of the public defenders, like they're not known. I'm, to I'm like, familiar. I've I fought a trial before, and I'm I no individuals that were my co-defendants that have fought it from the inside because uh -huh. they had to, not because they wanted to. You know, uh, most people that fight trials from the inside, um, you know, because of lack of resources. You know, more so, and 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 that's why. So that's why I'm asking. I'm just trying to understand, like, I mean, his motives and his thing. ideas. It doesn't seem yeah. like the. It's not it's something that I would recommend for anybody. Let's just say that. Well, yeah, and it's not something that he would recommend either. But, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, like, some people just trust themselves better than they can trust somebody else. And if you have the equivalence of education as a lawyer would. But you can represent like, yourself being free as well. You could probably do it better. Right, well, he, got, he got arrested. He got arrested. And he was. I don't want to berate the point. I'm just trying to understand. All right. All right. <laughs> So 
Am I making sense? No, or? well, no, you've clearly stated what the situation was. I was just trying to understand the motives. Right. He wanted to see if he can do it. <laughs> I still don't like, understand that. That's a, that like, sounds crazy to me. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, it worked. He only spent 11 months in. He represented himself. Oh, 11 months? Oh, no. It must have been something. It got to be something else to this story. It cannot it's be that a person just wanted to spend 11 months locked up in jail to see what they can do. It can't I be. mean, I'm, look, I'm, look. in isn't easy. And I'm pretty sure you're familiar with how the system works. Right. But fighting it from the outside started. is much easier. Uh-huh. Then fighting it from but the inside. he had all the knowledge that he needed to file his own motion. The knowledge and, and that. that's the that's not the hard part. You, you, you that's the that's the that's the easy part. But allowing uh-huh. yourself to be incarcerated inside of of a of a system so that you can fight it from the inside, I don't understand the idea of that. I just I just don't understand well, the idea of it. Whatever he was thinking, it worked. Because now he's successful. He but he lost 11 months, case. though. Sorry to berate well, the point. I'm just I'm just one of those thinkers. You might look at it as he lost, but, I mean, he gained more. He gained so many contacts from the inside. He's gained, right. you know, relationships with people who are wrongfully accused or convicted and, you know, actively helping these people. And had he not gone to jail, he would have never been put in a position to know that this is a need for the community. So sometimes you can't be afraid to take a loss. And that all goes into, you know, when you're discovering your purpose and your passion, you got to go through a few L's in order to get to to the diamond. You got to go through the mud in order to get to the diamond. I get that. I get that. I get that. Like I said, I've I've, I've had probably about three, maybe four cases. You know what I mean? Back and Mm -hmm. forth, back and forth, trial, trial, trial. I just don't get it. From a logical standpoint. But well, if that's his story and how it turned out, that's what's up. I'm glad that he beat the case and yeah. he's free now. I'm just, I'm only doing that because I know the audience is like, what? 11 months beat the case? It's just some like part of his story that I'm sure I'll read and it'll make more sense or something. Well. But I, but look, I brought, I woke you up for this. So let me not, right, let me not shake we you up. Talking with this. about a team. And the reason why I brought him up is because you wanted to know more yes, about ma'am. Celebrities that I'm working with, yes, ma'am. And the whole essence of I'm going to look him up now. What's I'm his name so I can get everybody to look him up as well? His name is Chris Darkins. Chris Darkins. Is it D A R K E N S? No, I N S. But that whole story is relevant because if you're following Rollo's story, then you'll see that the reason why Rollo's case is making a positive shift is because that's who we're currently working with as it relates to providing legal advocacy to individuals who've been wrongfully accused or convicted. Mm. So Make sure y'all look up the good brother. When you're looking for a team... It just kind of goes back to the fact that, okay, he had to go through the fire in order to see that this is a need for the community. And now he's able to use his experience to help out other black people. And the whole basis of their organization is to intellectually weaponize black men, restoring black men into positions of leadership. So that's something that's just near and dear to my heart, um, which is why this whole situation that's currently going on is important more than ever because you can't get it out here by yourself. And it's not 
I just don't recommend that nobody tries to get it by themselves because we didn't come over to this land by ourselves, which is why it's important for us to make sure that we look after one another, make sure that we see that we all are one, that we all are family. And I mean, that's what a team is. Shout out to Derek Grace, man. That's part of my team right there as well. Speaking of, look, I'm 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 like 100% a proponent of like team advocacy. I guess if you could say that, <laughs> uh, um, and you know, just finding those like-minded individuals and that mastermind of people that you can work with um, throughout your journey that allow you to do more that you can than you can do possibly by yourself. It's the most important thing ever. And when you understand the law of, of you know, getting you a strong team and having individuals that inspire you and having individuals you can bounce ideas around or whatever it may be, man. That's that thing that's going to, you know, allow you to take that journey to just a whole nother level. So I know a lot of people, like I said, that that in this space of comparison, comparing themselves to an individual, but they're not looking at the team that's behind the individual. And so, therefore, they're always going to find themselves at uneven kill. Like, how come they doing something that I can't do? But you're not looking at the people that they're working with. And so when you have your team that's structured behind you, you're going to realize, oh, this is why I can have a great idea and focus 100% on this, the creative part or the marketing part or the sales part, because they handling all the other things. And if a person wants to achieve a, a high level of success or a, a high, you know, great goal or creative goal or innovative goal or whatever, you have to be able to focus on it 100%. And a team allows you that focus. They allow you to just zero in on it in our target and be a bull and go for it while they handle the other things. And that allows you to be able to manifest it much, much quicker because those kind of ideas have to be focused on and you can't allow yourself to drift or be distracted. And that's an amazingly important thing. And also just a synergy when you got a team and you're able to bounce ideas off individuals, you find a natural accumulation of greatness within that circle. You 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 y'all get to bouncing ideas at you normally don't even think in this flow of thought until you're talking with somebody else that you respect in that matter or that's part of your team. And all of a sudden, y'all coming up with genius ideas because of that synergy. And so that's why that mastermind collective is so important, just because that mastermind energy allows you to not only tap into parts of yourself, but to have a cumulative ideas that's produced by the team energy. This person hears it. And then they tweak it a little bit and then that and then boom, all of a sudden you got something that's amazing. And then the team is going to make sure you have the confidence in the system that's back behind you to produce that idea that you otherwise may have been insecure. Like, who am I to do this? But your team will be like, we are the ones to do this. We are that reason that you can do this. So if you got a great idea, you know, you got a great team. You bat it to the team like, yo, let's do this. And they like, shit, I'm going to do this, that and the third. And then boom, we get it done. So things become a, a system where it just manufactured through the team. You feel me? So that, that team is so important. You know, it's it's really but, everything. But good but, system, man. I appreciate you for waking up or getting out your bed. <laughs> you understand me and sharing this good time with me. All righty, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, but <clears throat> Just inspiring and striving for greatness. We appreciate what you're doing for us. Yeah, I'm going to tap back in with you uh, to hear more about what you got going on and what you do. Um, and uh, let the people know how they can find you or, you know, how um, they can, you know, support or get business or whatever they need from you. Uh, you can follow me, Barry, B-E-R-R-Y underscore dynamic. 
Uh, that's my personal page. Business page is Very Dynamic PR. And then, of course, follow my company, uh, Planet McNair as well. Planet M-C-N-A. So, thank you so much. Thank you. You have a blessed one. Likewise. All right. Let's get one more person in here. And then I am gone. Oh, let me see. We might have a big dog in the building. <laughs> this light. I don't, I don't know if it's just me, but this light look bright. What's happening with the guard, man? What up? What up, bro? Man, you know, it's an honor, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm I'm holding the phone like little kids and shit. My whole face in the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Man, blessings to the good brother. Where y'all at right now? I'm home, bro. I got home uh, earlier today. Okay, yeah, my mom out there right now in Tampa, man. I, uh, uh, she had hurt herself. I almost had to fly out there. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. But luckily, I think they just got back. But how my brother been feeling, though, man? I'm, I'm, I'm cool, bro. I'm, uh, I'm in the black room, you know, just, just, uh, chilling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know how that black room is. I need to change my background, matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. I was, uh, what I was going to tell you, bro, just in regards to what y'all was just talking about, a team is very, uh, a team is very necessary, bro, when you go into the next level. I know the young lady said she got a team, so she already on point, but right. is anybody else that's just hopping on the team is absolutely necessary, like, because Khadijah. It's so motherfucking high power and so on top of what I put in charge of. I just have the ability to sit back and create now, and that, mm. that's that's when I'm that's when I'm most dangerous. When I got a whole bunch of resources and I just keep coming up with good ass ideas back to back to back. You know, I've been uh, recently like looking at individuals that's high achievers. And I've been reverse engineering all their successes. Like, what law are they working with? And what are they doing that allowed them to do that certain thing? And, you know, as I've been studying a few laws, I see certain things that I know you operate with. You understand me? And it's certain things that, you know, you know where it feels like you just you just streaming those ideas and they just coming to you. You feel me? Like, I call that, you know, the master consciousness where you just always tapped into that. But and for other per for a person to be able to achieve that thing, they got to be confident. Though it takes a certain level of confidence for a person to have a genius thought and to execute it. Because some people get it, and then down the line they see somebody else execute it. Like damn, I thought about that shit, but they didn't think that they had an insecurity though when they had it. Like that subconsciously they'd be like, "But who am I to do that though?" You understand me? And then there's other people that be like, like as you say, big dog energy. Like, oh yeah, we about to run that. We about to run that. Like, yeah, nigga, I'm him. I'm coming. That's the law of confidence, though. Yeah. That law of confidence allow you to have a thought, but then when you had a thought, it's it's also, you know, when you had a thought, that's the right time to produce it. But a lot of people shelve those, those thoughts that you should be doing, like, right now, as soon as you get it and start implementing that shit. Right, so, right. I know uh, that'd be the uh, issue. Bro, to be honest with you, I think that's what separates me from most people is that when I get an idea, I just move on. Mm. I, don't, I don't be worrying about the losses or none of that other shit. We just jump straight out the window and we move on it. Like, so, you know, you and I had, I th I'm almost certain we talked about it, bro. A few people know, but like, Nip was actually the headliner for the Unlearned Relearn Festival, but nobody don't know. I'm cutting the ribbon to my school August 18th. So, I, and I got other people like, 
banner scheduled to be there. And I got I, I got some other big dogs who gonna be in the building, but that was like the highlight of my shit to have Nip be the headliner and and agreeing to cut the ribbon for the school. But when you say confidence, like we real like mine not bro, I, the announcement was to be made April second. He mm. died the thirty first. So literally in the course of like less than a week, niggas just gotta rebuild that confidence and be like, hey, dog not replaceable. We he can't be replaced. There's nobody that can replace him. <laughs> but you still gotta have that confidence, like motherfucker, we gonna have a successful event. We still gonna cut this ribbon. We still gonna party hard for my thirtieth birthday and we still gonna have an educational but entertaining festival to where people still gonna get that pertinent information and gonna enjoy the fuck out of themselves better than they ever cause like I don't like, I don't wanna name everybody, but even a collector, bro, like I got some of the most dangerous people on earth yeah. from our culture that's gonna be under one roof at yeah. lunch. So that's, that's that I am still confident. I ain't gonna lie, like I said, bro, that shit not not even just because of the festival, you know that shit broke my heart. Period. But I still niggas still got to get it the next day. I'm like, right. bro, these bro, the streets waiting on you to open a fucking school. Right. You can't you can't just lay down because you know your your man ain't gonna make it there no more. And, and, and then I told people otherwise, like you got to think about what would Nipsey do? Nipsey go right. take that and he go run with it still because because right, you right, know. Right. You know you know how reality works. So I you would do 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 kind of a disservice to him when you allow certain things to put you in the funk and you don't continue on that mission. You feel me? Hey, bro, you're not live. I talked Banner called me yesterday, right? He's like, bro, no, I called him. So we're on the phone. He's like, bro, I know you're going through it. X Y Z, but he was like, bro, you know the nigga wants you to keep pushing through. Like, no, no nigga would tell you at this point, like, yeah, bro, I died, so just lay down. Right. You feel me? So I, I don't lie, bro. Like he. Did, me and Ben on the phone, he's like, bro, I just want to tell you something real quick. So we, I'm like, what's up? He's like, nigga, that shit you be kicking my banks in 60 seconds is fucking dangerous, bro. You got to reevaluate. <laughs> He's like, nigga, you got me reevaluating how I fuck with insurance and not. But I ain't going to lie, bro. Like, I needed that. Yeah. Like, mentally, I was already kind of fucked up with the nip shit. But when he said it, I was just like, damn, he right, bro. I got to keep applying pressure. Got to keep going hard on these niggas. Got to keep opening up these books and just let people know, like, we don't need these motherfuckers. Right. They need us. And, 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 you know, I always say confidence. What's it say? Confident expectation breeds powerful outcomes. And, and when when you you know yo yo you have a present tense mindset when you have that idea because your subconscious only reacts off the now. It don't react off a clock or a calendar. Yeah, you know I mean, right. so it'd be like you, you ever had that time where you thought about doing something, you didn't do it, and then a person hit you and like, damn, bro, yep. If you would have called me, I had that ready for you. I would have been perfect timing. That's because yeah. you got to do that shit in the now. That shit be conspiring with you. So I've been learning to do that, man. And I've been I've been functioning in a whole different matter. And I've been seeing things just blossom and work differently for me. And I be thinking about all of the attributes and characteristics of everybody that's within a team or people that I aspire to be like in different manners. And I be like, damn, so what law are they working with, though? You feel me? And, and I always tell people, most people only know about the law of attraction. But that only represents one law. A law got to be connected to a to a constitution. You feel me? So I believe the constitution is that master consciousness where you get to tap into that universal flow, whatever your genius is, and then those laws you use is what you're able to bring it out with. You feel me? So yeah, you're right, bro. You're right. Bro. I got a cold ass class. I'm about to teach people. What? <laughs> hey, and, and and just speaking on that, bro. Uh, 
that's why I said, bro, I, I think that's the biggest thing is, like, I'm not scared to execute. I ain't even scared to make mistakes. Like, okay, bro, just look. When I made that board game, I could have easily, like, because this, this is the part that people don't know because I never said their name for legal reasons. But now that the game out, I pretty much say what the fuck I want to say. Um, bro, when I, when I had a conversation with Hasbro, had I took them up on their deal, the game would have been done within a week. Like, bro, they real deal told me, like, we could expedite production. We'll make your game, like, by next week. Yeah. But, again, I would have had to give them ownership. Mm. Motherfucker, motherfucker asked me to politely soften the information, and I had to add their name to the to the title of it. So, at that point, bro, just in, in terms of pushing the button, I was just like, okay, I have no education on the board game industry. But either... I got to take make a deal with these motherfuckers or I just got to go in and just figure this shit out through right. trial and error. Don't get me wrong, bro. I lost like maybe $120,000 because of trial and error. But boy, I wouldn't change a motherfucking thing. Yeah. I would not change nothing. I, lit- I literally came to this bitch in six months. I, ha- I had some hard lessons. I had a lot of people mad. I had a lot of people get refunds. It's like, you know, we got 10000 total. It's people that still waiting to get theirs. But... Bro, I wouldn't change nothing. I lost, I lost a hundred some thousand, but I, but I got connects in China now. I know, mm. I know, I, I got customs phone number. I, I could hit customs and be like, "Hey, what we doing? How the pack looking?" Hey, yeah. you feel me? I, I know what it's like to have to pay to get a private plane to put board games on a plane to bring back to your country. Yeah, and bro, that's experience. That shit sound like, like Pablo shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like he talking about the board game or something. <laughs> hey, hey, no, hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie though. It did feel like like some drug dealer shit. There's a lot of phone calls we have. Like, yeah. shit, now criminalistic. Hey. <laughs> hey, look, you gotta holler at so and so. He gonna get green light. Yeah. And you gotta set up the wire. Yeah. And then boom, boom, boom. But you know, we in a. Man, that shit is amazing. Congratulations on that, man. I think people take for, it, people take for granted, man, the amazing feats like those things and, and all of the back work that it takes to produce high-level ideas and produce things right. at a high level of achievement. Like, when a person comes up with a high-level idea, people buy into the idea like, yeah, that's going to be great when you get it done. They don't think about the process of all of that shit going to take for that genius idea to become right. out. And that's why it be so dangerous when you tell an audience a high level idea. Ah, hello. We was just live with my good brother Derek Grace, but we lost the feed. Hating ass Instagram. Hating ass Instagram, man. Can't win. Can't win. We were just live. We was going over this process of high achievement, man. We got a dope masterclass coming soon. I can't wait for y'all to tap in. Peace, family. Thank you for tuning in. Um, <clears throat> we're going to be uploading part two soon. We have got cut off with Derek Grace, but we're going to be resuming part two. Um, make sure you listen to the rest of it and tap in. And as always, continue to support the podcast. Um, this is, has been 19 Keys, Enlightening Thought Patterns and Conversations, helping you change your paradigm. Support the podcast by sponsoring, going to the Anchor app, or supporting and grabbing you some merchandise from www.crowns19.com. Thank you.